Welcome to the Catapulting Commissions podcast. This is the place where we discuss how to maximize performance and improve retention with today's modern sales force. Every conversation on this show has one goal in mind, and that is to catapult your commissions. I'm your host, Anthony Garcia, international best-selling author, motivational speaker, and a lifelong sales enthusiast. Today is Friday Focus, where we discuss one training topic in a brief episode that you can implement in your sales week. Now, let's enjoy today's episode. What mistakes do people make when they first get promoted into a position of sales leadership? You see, I first asked myself this question by looking at my own personal career. And as I look back at my personal career and look at the time that I moved from sales contributor to sales leader, I evaluated three mistakes that I made that really delayed the growth and progression of those that I would lead. And one of the questions that's often asked is, how do I become the best sales leader? How do I lead a team in a sales culture? How do I excel in my new role? And there's many ways to excel in your new role. However, however, there's three mistakes that you're definitely going to want to avoid as you transition from individual contributor to team leader. First, the first shift or mistake you're going to have to avoid is a mental shift. You see, when you're an individual contributor, that's exactly what it is. You are a individual contributor. So the mental shift to make and the mistake to avoid is thinking that sales leadership is about you. It's not about you anymore. When you transition to a role of sales leadership, it's no longer about you, but it's about the team. It's about the region. It's about those around you that you can impact and influence. You see, you're really good at sales, which is why you got promoted into management, but you don't get into management to be about you. It's a selfless role, very similar to how becoming a parent isn't about you anymore, it's about your children. Well, in that same capacity, when you move into sales leadership, it's no longer about you. It's no longer about your accolades, your skill set, your ability to sell, your uh, impressive resume, all of that's irrelevant. It's about those around you that you can develop to the best version of themselves, which is why we move into sales leadership. So number one mistake to avoid, it's no longer about you, you have to realize it's about everyone else around you. How can I make everyone else around me 10% better, 100% better? And if those around you don't have the capabilities to be 10 or 100% better, it's your job to recruit and build a team around you that can execute on those goals. So you see, it's no longer about you. No reason to be super sales rep. You can't be everywhere at once. So Mental shift. It's not about you. It's about those around you. That's the first mistake to avoid. Don't think that sales leadership is about you. The second mistake to avoid. Teaching isn't done at specific times. When I was a brand new sales leader, I remember having my calendar and having scheduled one-on-ones with people. And I would use these one-on-ones as time to teach coach, evaluate, forecast, but it really was the area where I was like, okay, I'm going to give this person some feedback and I'm going to teach them what, what to do better, or what they did wrong last week, or how their schedule is not lining up, whatever the situation may be. 
Well, see, that's, that's backwards thinking. You see, when you're in sales leadership, every opportunity you interact with somebody is an opportunity to teach. It's an opportunity to coach. And if you're not using every interaction with someone to teach or coach, eventually the people you lead are no longer going to need you anymore. You see, teaching is sometimes about just listening and giving honest feedback. Teaching is sometimes initiating a difficult discussion. Teaching sometimes is just about listening and being empathetic. But if you don't take the opportunity to teach at every interaction, you're losing multiple interactions. You're losing opportunities to influence those around you. So we have to, as sales leaders, learn to teach at every individual opportunity, whether it's a five-minute phone call, a three-second email, uh, a full day in the field ride, a traditional one-on-one. There's always opportunities to teach, coach, and improve. As you advance as a sales leader, you'll start to identify your sales professionals fall in different categories from those who need high direction, who need a lot of teaching in the beginning, to those who need high coaching on the mental approach. Their skill set's pretty solid, so then you're really coaching the mental aspect of being in sales. You only learn when to make those adaptions or to make those switches by teaching all the time because you'll start to see it is being received by different people in a different manner. So don't think that you can only teach or coach at specific times. Being a sales leader is always teaching. That's what we do. And the third mistake to avoid when you become a new sales leader, it is no longer okay to be emotional. You see, there's a confusion between emotions and passion. As an individual contributor, I was very passionate about my goals. I was very passionate about the product or service I was selling. I was very passionate about how I would compete in the national sales contest. I was very passionate about the commission checks I would earn. And as a sales individual contributor, that's okay to get a little bit emotional. As a sales leader, when you're a manager, emotional is the enemy. You have to have a zen-like approach. Your team has to know that every time I speak to you, you keep a level head about everything. If you're the type of leader that gets emotional, when someone calls and is emotional and you get equally emotional with them, you're not providing any leadership. You're becoming a gossip buddy. When you're an emotional leader, you tend to manage off the cuff. You manage on the flavor of the month. You allow your emotions to influence your decision-making process. And this is very difficult as a new leader to separate the two. There's many times where I want to get emotional about something and I have to control my emotions and allow myself to become methodical, allow myself to become influential, allow myself to think before I react. So many times as a sales leader, I tell anyone who works in my organization who I'm managing or mentoring, there's a difference from responding and reacting. Sales individual contributors can react. Sales leaders cannot. You must respond and not react. So being an emotional leader isn't a positive quality trait you want to have. It's not a positive experience for those around you. People want to know that you never get too high when the emotions are high. You never get too low when the emotions are low. Now, just because I said don't be emotional doesn't mean to be ingenuine. 
The only way that you can truly build a deep relationship with your people is by expressing and displaying a level of vulnerability. When you express and display a level of vulnerability, your people will do the same, and that's how you grow together. However, emotions as a leader need to be in check. So those are the three mistakes that I wish I would have avoided as a new sales leader. One, mental mind shift. It's not about you. It's about the team. It's about the greater goal. It is not about you. Number two, teach at every opportunity. Teaching isn't at a set time. And number three, do not be an emotional leader. You can't grow. You can't get the best out of your people if you can't keep your emotions in check. If you need help applying any of these things as you transition from a sales individual contributor to a sales leader, do me a favor, shoot me a DM, drop a comment below. Last but not least, be sure to subscribe to the video blog and I'll see you guys next week. Thanks so much for joining. I'm Anthony Garcia. If you need help with this area, text me your question at 661-228-8967. I will respond personally to the first 10 guests who text in their questions. Again, that number is 661-228-8967. Thanks for listening to the show. I'll see you next week.